I would like to welcome you to another episode of Emron's uh, podcast. Uh, it's a video audio podcast video I've uploaded to YouTube channel, Emron's YouTube channel, as well as Emron's uh, Facebook. Um, so do visit. Uh, it's uh, it's going to be video podcast as well. So I hope you enjoy this this kind of uh, settings I have. Um, as you can see, I have a new settings in, on the back. Um, all my uh, ma- marathon majors, um, metal, as well as other things that I have, um, including my bib that I that I've been saving for for years and years. So so definitely, it's a new setup. Uh, hopefully, you enjoy that. Let's get on to today's podcast. Today uh, being. Um, Wednesday. Uh, that's when I'm recording at this time. Week of uh, Lake Martin. So Lake Martin this week. Uh, there's so much preparation happens when you do 100 miler. So I just want to talk to you about um, what what you need to do for 100 mile preparation. You know, it's it's not that easy. Whenever you you try to uh, get ready for 100 miler, um, you know, when you prepare for a marathon or in a half marathon or in some sort of distance, uh, there's so much. Uh, so much you can prepare because you know you're not doing an overnight thing. But when when it comes to hundred miler, it gets a little tricky because uh, you know you you have to think about overnight. You got to think about the weather. The weather changes uh, so much uh, from the morning to night. Uh, and luckily, Lake Martin is a loop course, so every eighteen and seven and another there are five and so on I'm back to the two eight station so I, I can plan it accordingly but even there you need to plan as much as possible and then there will be a lot of support and you will be coming over and over but if you are going through a point to point like Pinhoti um, that's a lot of preparation you got to think it through every eight station uh, what do you want to do um, I do have a checklist uh, that I'm, I'm preparing um, as many as hundreds I have done, you think that I may have this to the signs, but no, it's uh, still there's things changes. The weather this this year, Lake Martin weather, little going to be a little bit colder at night, and and you know it's okay in the daytime, so I need to prepare for that, as well as you know shoes wise and stuff. So let's just go through the checklist, some of the checklists, some of the basic checklist that I have, and uh, if you're watching the video portion of it, you can see how I'm preparing. Basically, I have a. I have a table, a big table, side of my house, in my room that I, that I have uh, set up a table where I'm going to put start putting things. Um, you know that at the end of the day I'll forget something, which is which is natural. But the basic basic thing that you always want to remember that I brought it here to show it to you is as battery that's fresh battery, um, as well as uh, headlamp, a few headlamps. Uh, I have a couple of headlamps. Uh, those are the main requirement uh, for a hundred mile. And, and I will have a couple of shoes. Usually I have a, one or two shoes to change. Um, usually I change one shoes at 50 mile. This year I'm, I plan to you know, wear um, uh, one shoes that's a speed goat as far as I can. Um, and I do have a, a ultra shoes that, right, that you saw some of the video that I box opening, you know, Lone Peak as well as uh, as well as Mont Blanc, uh, they're a little new to me, and then I don't want to go too far in that. So I'll start with um, Hoka, and um, and of course the clothing-wise, you got to be prepared. The colder in the morning, the start, and then then it gets warmed up pretty quickly, and then um, then you have to think to layer down. How do you layer down? Uh, you know that's other thing you got to prepare, and and um, during the daytime. If it gets really cold or if it gets too hot, you got to figure out how to layer up or layer down. Um, so, so they definitely you got to have plans um, and look through the aid station how often it comes. So, 
Uh, I have friends uh, who layer down too early, um, and then they f- forgot that they were doing a point to point, and um, they drop their um, their shirt too early, thinking that they may not need it later because in the middle of the day it's warm. Then they never got the shirt. They said they almost had a frostbite uh, because they finished a little late for 50 miles. So, so it happens. Um, uh, you know, I have seen that. Um, over and over, uh, you know, you you have to think correctly at this time. This is time to plan. So that's that's what we're doing, and and um and of course the hydration wise, um, in um, I want to start with a bottle this year. I need to clean all my bottles, and I have a two vest uh, that I will use as uh, you know my second and third loops. Uh, I may want at least the second loop. I may want to just do a lighter vest, uh, and then the third loop. Um, and fourth loop uh, at least at least till that through the nights i would like to wear a little heavier so i can put a lot of stuff on it and you know the the main thing is um when, when you go through uh, this hundred mile or you have to prepare a day daytime preparation and the nighttime preparation uh in a previous uh discussion podcast i always talk about whenever there's a hundred mile or if there's issues happening it'll happen so so that the main thing is that you have to be prepared for those kind of issue to happen but the other things you cannot be prepared 100 <laughs> percent you you don't want to think that you're going to have everything ready for you to go but but at the same time you you cannot under prepare so basic basic thing for me is is the headlamps batteries shoes and then the clothing wise and how do you want to drop bags i would like to eat uh, as much as possible at the aid station um, you know, I, my body shuts down after a certain point and, and I just stop eating. Hopefully I can survive. But I guess one of the things I wanted to do this year is eat as, as early as possible, as often as possible while, I'm, while I'm, my body still um, is able to take those food. Because later I wait, um, you know, first I'm hungry and I'm eating and then sometimes it just doesn't digest well, uh, you know, because your body just is really in distress. The other thing that that uh, that through the night run, uh, through the day run, uh, you know, it's you know, if you have done a, any ultra distance race, uh, day runs are no different. It's going to be six, seven, eight, nine hours. Uh, one other thing about uh, Lake Martin or any any distance race you do, I recommend you to carry your headlamp as early as possible. I have friends who who, who uh, do not carry, think that they may reach that next aid station uh, before the nightfall, and uh, did not did not carry their headlamp, and got in trouble last year when I was running Lake Martin. It was dark right before I got to got back at that 50 mile at 50 mile mark. I did have a headlamp, but I didn't have to use it. But if you're a little behind, it's 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 a problem. I I had almost had that issue. When I was running a Blood Rock 55K, um, I almost got in dark and, and I was not carrying a headlamp. And I was like, at the end, I was like, what would have happened if I would have slowed down a little bit more? But um, thank goodness, I, as soon as I finished, it was it got dark. So don't count on, you know, when you, if you're doing, especially in Lake Martin, um, uh, if you're doing the last uh, seven mile of that 20, 50 mile loop or whatever mile, make sure you carry headlamp. Um, usually... Um, in a point-to-point situation, I like to carry my headlamp, one headlamp, from the beginning. If there's a situation where I don't have my, I don't have access to my um, drop bags or, or don't have access to my 
my stuff or you know my my pacer or my my crew doesn't arrive in pr- proper time and proper place at least I have a headline and having a basic headline is very important so you know in a, in a, in a situation uh, one of the other things that I have noticed uh, um, one one of the things like when I was trying to do first time running 100 mile David toss uh, it's, it's a, I call it David toss rule always have a fresh battery um start with a fresh battery even though my battery looks green here which which indicates that it's still fresh uh this is that looks like uh but but um but what happens is if you don't start with a fresh battery you may get in a situation that the the battery will go down and my, my battery headlamp is good four hours after that i will have changed so i'll have to be careful so i have enough fresh batteries and fresh um, so, so that way it's bright uh, because running in the dark on a trail is not a fun fun deal you know it's going to be dark and um and sometimes you may not find a way through people get lost um which is not fun even so so definitely there's a different headlamps uh, people people use um, um i will have uh, one other headlamp that just to kind of guide me through if i need it uh, this mean i usually the Use the head it's just, uh, and on my head. Usually, it's, it's like uh, I put there on uh, on my head. Um, but usually, it's sometimes some of the new one I have seen is is in is in the belt um, belt like um, on your waist. Uh, Jeff Browning talks about that in his podcast that I talked to him. Um, so there's a different technique, different things that you use. It may be too late for me to get any new headlamp. I will just use what I have and then just go on from there. Back to what we're talking about, night runs. Um, one of the things I noticed uh, last year, um, it was very obvious for me. I don't know why I didn't catch it. Uh, it's like it's like you know you run through the day, daylight is so bright and day is wonderful. You run through it. As soon as the night falls and you're back in the trail, it's dark and just just dreaded. So you have to be ready uh, for that kind of situation. So to get over it, just just stay, hang on till get over, get get used to running in the dark or at least suffering through the dark. You know, it's not gonna be the same. And so you have your eyes kind of has to get used to get adjusted. That's what I'm trying to say. Because last year I found myself like as soon as it dark started getting dark and I was back on the trail it was just kind of felt miserable miserable and I, every year I felt like that I never understood why now now I can kind of look back and I realize hey you know it may not be that you know it may not be you know any other than just running through the day it's much different than running through the night and you just just not used to it and a lot of our, us are not used to running through nights so in that situation what I recommend you to do is just keep going forward have a brighter lights as, as bright as you can have um, you know so, some people have those bright lights uh, last longer battery life um, so d- use use those tools um, address wise at night uh, the Lake Martin situation you you have to have a warm cloth if you if you don't care with the have a change on your drawbacks um, make sure that you have uh, those uh, warmer cloth that you have access to don't try to tough it out in the cold nights. I have friends who, who, who has done that, basically cover yourself. Uh, if you have to wear tights, wear your tights, jackets, um, you know, headgears to warm yourself and so on. So so that way, you know, you, you're not cold at night um, because, like I said, night running is is miserable. That's that's the thing about 100 miles. If it was all day running, maybe we would be okay. 
uh, Ryan night running, it's it's always miserable. And top of that, you are just cold, and <laughs> it's the reason why we quit whenever it comes to comes a night night run after 50 miles and so so enjoy your time and prepare yourself i will i will show you what what i'm doing uh, if you watch the video portion of this um this podcast go to marathon runs on youtube youtube channel you can find that uh, or facebook um, um this will be my uh seventh lake morning last year i could not finish it so hopefully um I shouldn't say hopefully. I keep saying that. Um, let's try to finish this Lake Martin and uh, and bring that buckle home, um, bring the seventh buckle. Let's go move forward and, and be positive about it. I'll bring more videos and podcasts. I, as you know, that that um, there will be a lot of video coming out of uh, this coming weekend. Uh, next week, you, you get to watch a lot, a lot of ultra videos running 100 miles. In interviews, questions, and so on. I'm looking forward to doing that. So, so hopefully, you, you it'll it'll be a lot of fun um, for for you to watch all those videos. Um, it'll like and subscribe to um, Marathon Runs uh, channel wherever you find, especially YouTube. That's where I'm trying to build the community a little bit. Uh, I know that Marathon Runs have big community support on on Facebook. Uh, I'm trying to increase that on YouTube. But but hey, you know, I'm here. I'm I'm ready to go. I'm going to keep packing next two days. I'm a bit nervous. If you watch this after Lake Martin, um, you may know what happened. But um, at this time, I'm, this is a before Lake Martin. Uh, I have no idea uh, what's ahead. Um, I know there's really a lot of pain, a lot of suffering. But at, this, at the same time, there's a lot of enjoyment. So I'm looking forward to get to Lake Martin and, and do this over and uh, see see what's what comes out of it so so let's let's go and and enjoy and um have a great time and uh if you're going to lake martin i'll see you if not i'll see you here online so thanks for being here thank you